2: Hi, everybody. Merry Christmas Eve to all of you. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Just want to take a few moments on today's Christmas Eve podcast, talk to you about a couple things. Literally, as soon as we finish here, I'm headed to the airport to Kansas City. But I wanted to talk to you about what my expectations are for tomorrow. I have... Already, Before we get started, let me just, again, wish all of you a very Merry Christmas and hope that you're doing well. I am extremely appreciative of all of you who are liking, subscribing, viewing, sharing. Um, We offer you a massive amount of content. Uh, Today alone on Christmas Eve, we're going to have 11 stories on our site. Um, We'll be putting a massive amount of shorts up on YouTube. We offer our Instagram gram um, analysis and information there, Twitter. We offer just a wide variety. It's hundred percent free. And we appreciate all of you and we're grateful for all of you. And the growth has been tremendous and let's not make any mistakes. It's not because of me. It's all because of you and a great staff that we have, but I appreciate you. And want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. Now, what are my expectations for tomorrow? <clears throat> I have already said, and and you know this, that there are 10 criteria that I, I pick games on and I do relatively well at it. Not because of me, but I had smart people who taught me what to look for. <clears throat> and my criterion for this game is six four Chiefs. But I said to you, if the Raiders are able to control their and to continue to not give the ball away and to be very smallly penalized, they're the least penalized team in the NFL. That I believe they go to Kansas City tomorrow and get the upset. And I do believe that, by the way, 100%. As long as. Turnovers, again, stay minimized. Penalties. But what am I specifically looking for? So let's start right there. The Raiders are not good enough to go up to Kansas City and to have to beat the Chiefs and beat themselves. Now, it's just not the way it's going to happen. It's a nationally televised game. So we know – I mean, all games are televised, but this is going to be to a national audience. Christmas Day. And a lot of us who are going to be working covering the game had our Christmases earlier this week. But a lot of people sit at home in their jammies watching, enjoying Christmas and watching football. So, you know, it's going to probably be officiated a little bit different. They're going, you know, And you just, you can't let the officials decide the game. You can't. So that means, number one, you have to continue to stay very minimally penalized. That's just the way the game is going to have to be played. Games like this, you don't want one penalty to decide the game. You can't put it. Now, I've had a lot of people say to me, I know the Raiders, or, you know, the most heavily penalized team, and that's been true. But let's also be truthful. They like to be the swag, okay? Antonio Pierce likes swag, but he likes it with discipline. Mm -hmm. The Raiders are just going to have to be disciplined. It's Arrowhead, Christmas Day, a Monday game. You just expect something to happen, and you can't – Allow it to get to that place where an errant penalty or a lack of a call harms you. They've got to minimum, minim, continue to minimize penalties. They're the least penalized team. They will not win in Kansas City if they go up there with a bunch of penalties. It's not going to happen. They're not that good. I've told you all year I thought they were a 9-18. and eight team, And I don't think they're a team that makes a Super Bowl run doesn't mean I think they're a bad team. I just don't think they're that good, and you can't go up and do that. Number two, turnovers. You can't give up opportunities to the Chiefs. You can't give up possessions to the Chiefs. This is too important. Even if you don't score, you got to get a drive-in. Give your defense a blow. Let them have a break. Got to do that. It's very important. And the Raiders have been very good protecting the football. Very good. That has to continue. The third thing I'm looking for is the continued emergence of Aiden O'Connell. He's got a lot of confidence. The last time the Raiders played the Chiefs, he was the highest rated quarterback. The Raiders did not lose that last Chiefs game because of Aiden O'Connell. Now, he could have went out and won it. Didn't lose it because of him. His confidence is high. And they're going to bring a lot of different looks at him tomorrow. You just watch the game closely. You're going to see some looks you haven't seen from the Chiefs this year. That's how they play, it's how they're going to go after it. They're going to attack him. That does not concern me. I think Aiden O'Connell <clears throat> has the ability to be under attack and be calm, cool, and collective but he has to continue to play at that level. Now, again, I've mentioned this to you before, and this should bring some solace if you're a Raider fan. You're not asking him to do anything he hasn't already shown you he can do. That's interesting. That's interesting. Now, if I said to you, this game is predicated on Zamir White getting 100 yards, that would be a concern because he's not demonstrated an ability to do that yet. Do we think he can? Yeah. But having not done it, it's hope. Remember, you don't win on hope. But faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things you can't see. And so you can't win on hope, but you can win on faith because faith is belief. It's assurance. It's confidence. And When you're asking a player to do something he's never done, like, okay, Zamir, go get us 150 yards. You can't really be in faith over that. It's hope. You can't be in faith. But if you said, hey, we need Josh Jacobs to go get 150. Sorry, I had to do that for Zeke. He's the 50. (laughs) But um, you can have faith because you've seen him do that. Now, I don't think that's necessary 150 yards from the back on tomorrow, on Christmas Day. But I'm trying to explain. There's nothing that you need to see out of Aiden O'Connell that he has not heretofore demonstrated. That's a big deal. Next, this is very imperative. The offensive line have to keep Aiden upright. They've done a good job of that. Some of it it has to do with him getting rid of the ball quicker Some of it has to do with how they're playing I think both Aiden and the offensive lineman Playing better It's got to continue And I don't think there's a big reason to be concerned That it it can't Why? Because we've seen it Track record So the first one was penalties Second one's turnovers Third one is keeping Aiden upright Here's a fourth one And it's the intermediate and the short-range offensive game. This is going to be vitally critical. Is Austin Hooper, Hunter Renfro. Now listen, everyone who watches my podcast know I really like Hunter Renfro. I think he is just top-notch human being. Good person. He has proven to us to be a Pro Bowl caliber player. But guys in their first, second, third year, you know I call the third year the money year. Look at Coons. But he's past that. He's got a second contract, a big contract. He's played well. He's gotten a lot of accolades. This short to intermediate range game, which is if they're bringing pressure on Aiden, Aiden looks to check down, whatever. Hunter can't have a, this is this has got to be a mistake free hunter. means no bad drops, no fumbles. no fumbles. no fumbles. Just go out and play Hunter Renfro football. There's been a couple of games this year that he's really hurt them. This is one of those games. The Raiders cannot afford to hurt themselves. And when you're playing that short intermediate game, we know what Austin Hooper can do. We've seen him. Now, I think it was back during the Cowboys preseason game, he had a very big blunder, but that's not been the case since. He's made some big, huge, impactful plays. And with Mayer out, this is a hoop game. Him and, and Renfro, that short intermediate range game. Next, so again, penalties, turnovers, keeping Aiden upright in the short and intermediary game. Next, yak, yards after the catch. This is going to be vital. Now, you're going to have to stretch the field. We're going to get to that in a minute. But when you know that KC is going to bring a lot of different blitzes and some looks to, to shorten the windows of Aiden which is fine, then when you get the ball, you know, if it's a one, two, three out. Okay. But all of a sudden now it's a one, two, and the guy's there. So you got to get rid of the ball. What does a Trey Tucker, a Devonte Adams, Jacoby Myers, Hunter, hoop, Deandre Carter, what do those guys do to get yards after the catch? Because if they're blitzing, one cut, one juke, one foot in the ground and getting north and south, you can pick up some very critical yak. Very critical yak. Those are vital. Excuse me. Very vital. And so I am very much interested in watching that yak. Next. Getting the ball down the field. They don't have to have 10 bombs to win this game at all. That's not even no. In fact, you want to be able to control the ball, eat clock, time of possession. But you got to stretch the field. Three, four times in this game, you got to take shots. Trey Tucker has speed now, speed kills send him flying, send DeAndre Carter, maybe do some pick routes, try to create some space for Devontae down the field. But you got You you got to do that because it's going to back them off on their blitzing. It's going to help Aiden. If they can connect on a bomb first quarter, good night, Irene. That's, that's a big deal. Making them have to account for it is one thing punishing them for it all right in the kisser (laughs) that's a big one next the running game they have to be able to run when they want to not when they have to that's vital and I think that create Josh Jacobs is, is a tremendous weapon tremendous weapon and he is at his best when they can't stack the box and if you're killing him with intermediary and you're doing your long shots, that just opens up windows for Josh and he's a game changer. Okay, let's go over to defense. What are some things I'm looking for from the defense? Cause there's some very critical things. We know max is going to be max. He's the best defensive player in the NFL. In my opinion, he's one of the top five players in the national football league. If I was, Uh, starting a franchise tomorrow and was told, you know, I'm the first guy I'm going to look for is a quarterback. Second thing I'm going to look for is Max Crosby. So, I mean, you could technically say he's, you know, I think personally you're going to see two of the best players in the national football league tomorrow, Patrick Mahomes, Max Crosby. So, you know, Max is going to eat. Max is going to be Max. I mean, his work ethic, he's ready. I'm going to tell you all something. With his injury, this may be one of the greatest football performances we've seen over a season with what he's done with his injury. He is, I feel bad when I talk about how good of a player he is, and I'll explain why. Because he's a better person. He's salt of the earth. Now, to the best of my knowledge, I've never met his family. If I I've said that before, and then I found out I met some people's parents and I felt bad about it. So I don't believe I've met his family. Talking about mom, dad, whatever, extended family. Um, but you can tell that guy was raised right, comes from a solid, good family, just the way he approaches life. And and I just hope Raider Nation appreciates him. Because there are a few guys that come and do well for the Raiders. Then there are guys that become part of the brand. There are the Ken Stablers, uh, Gene Upshaw, Art Shell, Ted Hendricks, Jim Otto, um, Jim Plunkett, Tom Flores. You know, and, and again, there are others. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm Matt Millen. There are those guys. Again, there are guys who come and play for the Raiders and and have an impact. But then there are guys that become part of it. You don't know where the Raider patch and shield ends and they begin. They are the franchise. That's one thing I really respect about Mark Davis is the way he incorporates the alumni. And so Max is one of those guys. He is iconic. A hundred years from now, people will still be talking about Max Crosby. Just like all these years later, people still talk about Jim Otto. People still talk about Kenny Stabler, and he's gone. Kenny Stabler will, his legacy will live forever with the Raiders. A hundred years from now, if people don't ruin this great sport, they'll still be talking about Max. So we know he's going to do. So when I don't mention this is what I'm looking for, it's because there's some things you don't have to look for. You just know. You just know. But they're going to do everything. And so if you've watched the Chiefs against the Raiders in the past, they like to move Patrick away from Max, which is smart. It's what I would do. But now there's a guy over on the other side across from Max who's playing at a really high level. He's a guy that we don't have to say anymore, like I mentioned earlier, we hope. That guy's Malcolm Coons, And now he has demonstrated over several games. So again, you're not asking him, just like with Aiden, you're not asking him to do something he hasn't done. I want to see Malcolm Coons eat I want to see him just go out and do what he does he's a wonderful kid just a great kid and, and I just I genuinely really like him personally he is a guy with so much talent and it's coming together and his coaches his coaches from the defensive line coaches to Patrick Graham to AP, I mean these guys have just done a tremendous. Since AP has taken over, the the coaching has been outstanding, and and Coons has been the beneficiary of it. I want to see him eat tomorrow. To me, tomorrow, I I, I want him to treat it like Thanksgiving, and he's a hungry man. <laughs> next interior pressure that's vital now again we go back to coaching when they got four defensive ends on the line that is a ton of speed speed kills in the national football league but there are going to be some times when you got to get internal pressure to be able to make mahomes move make running backs have to change gaps That's going to be big, big third. And this is a a very much a compliment to him is divine Diablo. That young man, another great kid. And I got to tell you, there just isn't. Yeah, there's no more. There is just not one young man on this football team that I don't like. It's just not a good person. Just good, good people on this team. Really good people. In fact, I was at a, my Christmas with my family yesterday and uh, somebody had asked me about, any guys on the team you don't like? No. No. I had entire organizations made up of really good people. From Mark Davis all the way down. It's really solid, good people. But we're talking football and Divine Diablo's is just another one of those good kids. And We have seen what he can do. Um, I think that they're going to probably do some scheming to try to minimize Robert Spillane. I would. And Andy Reid's an offensive genius. And he's going to try to minimize what the Raiders do best, Crosby and Spillane. So Devine's going to get a chance to eat now. To me, the story of tomorrow is the young players. And and dear God, we know Max Crosby's young, but I'm not including him in that. To me, it's the young players. Who makes the next step? Who steps up? Who just comes and eats? And I just expect Devon Diablo to have a very big game. Next, those corners. Jack Jones playing out of his mind. And Nate Hobbs. Man, is he good. Okay, but what happens with a J.B., a Meek Robertson? I want those corners. Patrick Mahomes is already frustrated with his receivers. So you guys are going to get your chance to lock on. Let that defensive line do it. Let Koontz and Crosby create pressure. There's going to be some turnovers out there. There's going to be some balls that you can go up and get. Go get them. And I, I when I hear people talk about oh, the Raiders, it's a rebuild. I look at so many of these young players and think, okay, so you want to get rid of young players that have already showed you what they could do to go get young players that you hope can do. Come on. There's a lot that Doesn't mean you don't go out looking for another CB1. But I think we all believe Jack Jones has the potential to be that guy for sure. For sure. Nate Hobbs. Amik and JB in some really strong roles. This is is a very talented Raider team. And then I just expect AJ to be AJ. But Daniel Carlson. Just go be Daniel Carlson. Again, this is not a game. I You can go win it by a field goal. But it isn't a game that you're going to go out there and hit four field goals and win. Nah, you're going to need touchdowns. You're going to need touchdowns. And at some point, there's going to be a critical field goal in this game. Critical. And is there anybody that you would want making that kick not named Daniel Carlson? I mean, he is the guy you want making that kick. And you know what? He missed one last time. Okay. That happens. That happens. Nobody in this organization has lost any faith in him, and neither should you have. When he gets that shot, boom it. And when it's over, penalties and turnovers, if those are – handled the way they have to continue to be handled. It'll be Carlson's field goal that wins in the game, 24-21. It is going to be a terrific football game. I'm really looking forward to it. I love football, and I love to go watch games at Arrowhead because it's such an environment. And, again, if you're a Raider fan, this is your team on national television. At Arrowhead, you go shut up the crowd at Arrowhead. You guys are going to go strutting into your offices after the Christmas break, like Rick Flair walking out for a fight, <clears throat> and, it, and it's and it's it's going to be an interesting football game. But I need you to hear something. All the pressure is on the Chiefs. There's not one lick of pressure on the Raiders. Now I could be wrong here but I'm the only media member that I'm aware of at this point who's picked the Raiders. I'm sure there'll be others. So I'm not, Ooh, look at Hondo. I'm not making this about me, but uh, there's not going to be much pressure on the Raiders at all, except what they put on themselves. And that's good. Remember stress is bad. Pressure is good. Stress is bad. Pressure is good. I learned that from the Michigan state Rose bowl winning coach Mark D'Antonio. Stress is bad. Pressure is good. Put the pressure on and go eat. Mm. This is going to be a game that I believe when it's over, uh, if the Raiders have minimized, continued to be very low penalties and controlled turnovers, I think this will be a game that we're talking about a Raider win. When I think if they win, We're going to be talking about a lot of young players, talking about Devine. We're going to be talking about Malcolm. We're going to be talking about a Dylan Parham. You know, we're going to be talking about a Nate Hobbs, a Jack Jones. We're going to be talking about these young guys. I mean, we haven't even got to, what about Marcus Epps? I mean, some of the hits that he has been delivering, that man is a headhunter. Holy Toledo. And he had just comes up, bam, right in the kisser. Just wham. I mean, he just impacts the football game with bone-jarring hits. And I think it was the Charger game. Comes out, wham. And I don't want to hear about who's not playing for either team. Best team win. And – We know the Chiefs are the world champions, and they're a finesse football team. That's who they are. They're they're a great football team. They're a great football team. And I don't think the Raiders are a bad football team. And they're the opposite of finesse. They're physical. They want to beat you up. They want to pound you. It's going to be cold. It's going to be football weather. And that's what you want. It's what you want to see. And this is the game that you want to see it in. So there you go, everybody. Again, Merry Christmas to all of you. I'm going to go jump an airplane to Kansas City. Big old jet airliner. I hope some of you are old enough to remember that song. Great song. And, but I appreciate all of you. Merry Christmas. We'll be talking to you tomorrow before the game very very quickly and then of course with my post game uh complete game recap podcast so from all of us here at sports illustrated's fan nation las vegas raiders insider podcast part of the fans First sports network thank you for joining us merry christmas to all of you hope you get to enjoy your family hope you get to be with your family thanks everybody
0: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
1: In
0: that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network.